Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome back, guys, to Soul Sisters. We've missed you. I've missed you, Jesse. I've missed you, Dara. It's been a minute. It's been too long. But Happy wh- New Year. Happy New Year to you. Although I have seen you. It's true. But uh, it doesn't count unless it's on this podcast. Right. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so uh, it's been a a couple of months. Um, We were last in here for Ricky Lee Jones, which was a great way to end the year, honestly, our inaugural year of Soul Sisters. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we got through all the holidays and the traveling and all that mess. And now we're back in New York, settling into the old routine. Ready to go. First week. We're what? We're in the third week of January. I just know this is a weird, weird (laughs) It's a weird time. It's a weird time. In history. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in a weird week. Yes. But I'm very happy to be here with you on Monday night. Uh-huh. Yeah. A weird week meaning because the inauguration right. is three days away. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and by the time this episode posts next week, it will presumably have happened. But we shall see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Ooh. Every day brings new news. Interesting. New surprises. Right. Uh, I won't pretend to predict what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone three days from now. All right. Who knows? But we will both be in D.C. Yes, we will. Uh So we'll report back on that experience. Mm -hmm. Should be interesting. Should Mm -hmm. be exciting and chaotic and hopefully inspiring and wonderful and empowering and amazing. Yeah. Hanging out with all the other sisters down there. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So I asked you if we could speak publicly to our audience about our New Year's resolutions because it seemed, A, like a fitting way to start the podcast for the new year, B, because this is the first year that I can recall when I actually wrote some down. You did, and I was very impressed and moved and curious. I remember saying that I right that. away, tell yeah. me immediately what they are because right. I didn't write mine down. I didn't really have formal ones. Yeah. I think my like long-standing New Year's resolution for several years now has been to be better at the phone and responding to people. Okay. Basically, over text. And that's still your resolution for this <laughs> that's year? Still my res- it's continued, yeah. Okay. It's, I think not writing it down might, might serve the op, like it might really help to write it down <laughs> or something because yeah. it doesn't really stick. Right, exactly. But I think about it a lot. Yeah, I feel very uh, held accountable to the notes app in my phone that contains my resolutions. Oh, I know it's slave. there. Oh yeah. And, yeah. So having my resolutions in there is serious for me. Cool. So you have a note that says new year's resolutions. Uh huh. <laughs> and how many, re- oh, so let's hear yours then. How many? Well, I mean, some of them are mundane, like sure. clean up my patio, buy some patio furniture, maybe a fire pit. 
you know, Great. have a little situation back there. For sure. And you have time for that because you don't need it right now. So right. That's, that makes no, it. No, that's not true. Oh. The fire pit is for the oh, winter. Oh, true, true. Right. And not to make this Get conversation mundane by talking about that <laughs> mundane resolution. That feeds into my bigger resolution, which I already started, which was to host Shabbat salons every Friday night. I love it. Which uh, is both me feeling a little less guilty as a terrible Jew who barely observes anything. Because now on Friday nights, I will have people over to my home and we will light candles and say prayers and drink wine and eat challah when we can find it on our commute home. And, uh, and invite all of our fun, creative friends over to play music and talk about what they're working on and just kind of hang out and feed off of each other. It's the best combination of both worlds unplugging right. being creative being with people uh-huh. it's a perfect time for that yeah exactly and you don't want to have plans and go out so you just get to go home well yeah, come over, what else i want to do on friday night anyway yeah, no that sounds so so how was the first one it was great yeah it was great i mean um we did play music okay uh who I, dj'd um, or was it a mixture my phone kind of went around the room so but i meant like we played instruments played oh yeah right of course <laughs> There was we some put actual. The iPod on. There was some actual jamming that happened. Oh my! What did you play? Uh, I played mandolin. Uh, our friend Jason played guitar. Amazing. And uh, our friend Jess played piano. Um, we did a terrible rendition of Faith in honor of George Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Can that- you just pick a song? Can you just do that? No, we looked up the chords. Okay. Uh, I, I maybe could have, but it would have taken too long. Right. For me to figure that out. So we looked it up. Were there? Sing- were y'all singing? The whole room sang, Aww. so everyone got in on it. Um, it. It was not great to listen to, but it felt good to it do. It feels good. That's and the we whole will point only of those get things. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Mazel Thank tov, we'll Thank say. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did, were there prayers as well? Was there challah wine? And there was and at the very start. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Official. Yeah. Well, um, I look forward to joining. Yes. I know. You were missed. Uh-huh. You were missed. Um, I do know a little thing or two about those things. You do. About Shabbos. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So that one I can check off. I mean, for That's week a biggie. one. But I do hope to do it every week when I'm in town. Right. Which has already become an issue. But Okay. Anyway. Now, what's on the level of my, like, you know, needing to be better at interpersonal relationships? Anything like that? Yeah. Well, I guess, the, I mean... The salon no, no, is no. A good one, but. no, that's separate from that. A general trying to be more present for my friends and family. Mm-hmm. A big part of that is keeping in better touch with people, seeing people more. I kind of. So what's the way to. Well, right. Those are very different you just things. Have to, well, you just have to be really intentional about mm-hmm. it. I just have to like keep checking in about who. Like who don't I know what they're doing right now? Right. You know? and, and who don't I know. I mean, there's a difference between just like incidentally kind of like knowing it because you've come across it and not and not making an active social media doesn't thing. count. OK, that doesn't count that, no. you know, that this person was on this vacation or yeah, whatever does not count. Right. Or yeah. at this concert, you want right. to act actually have, have it a, with them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Good. you know, whether it's more brunches, <laughs> whatever it is, more interpersonal texting, even, yeah, that's you great. know, visiting people more. I can't wait for <laughs> I just got the new iPhone 7. Uh-huh. I'm very excited about it. Mazel tov to uh, you. Thank you very much. Um, but I am I am disappointed that still there has been no development towards the unread text message feature. You cannot read a text message and make it unread. And I think that's a problem. Oh, because I, interesting. I mm-hmm. you know, I want to check what's something, but I don't necessarily have the time right then to mm. respond to so. 
That's my, you need to just get better at responding. Yeah. That's what's going well, on there. Right. You know, and attention not, span maybe not or feel something. so much I don't pressure know. about what that response has to be. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Less maybe. pressure. Yeah. 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 Let's all off. hang out in 2017. I am so excited to hang out with Clementine. Yes. I just like want her energy oozed like all over me. I want to bathe in her carefree, just no giving a fuck. So who is Hilarious. this Clementine that Clementine you speak of? Clementine Creevy. So I was thinking about this because we have a bit of a history with Clementine, yet no history, right? <laughs> you so, and I? Yes. Uh-huh. I feel like there's a little bit of a kind of a meandering story there where we met a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. December mm-hmm. 2015, 15. and we bonded. I think, well, we bonded over many things, pop culture, music, you know, film, all uh-huh. of those things. But one of the major things was... Transparent. Transparent. And it had just come out. And you had seen one episode. Season two. Season two had just come out. And you were like, oh my God, have you seen it? And I was like, no. And we on my birthday, we like stayed up to like 5 a.m. And I tried to make you watch it. You watch it. Yeah, normal. Only because it was 5 a.m. Right. And only because that first scene in in season two was like so epic. I feel like we watched it like seven (laughs) times. (laughs) Anyway, we were you know, very close. We bonded very quickly and closely about Transparent mm-hmm. and Clementine Creevy plays uh, a rock star in uh, in the show, in the band Glitterish. Uh-huh. I'm forgetting the character name. But, uh, and we were sort of enchanted by by her role in the show, by the music, by everything about it. And we thought, how cool. And then, I don't know how soon after that we learned about Cherry Glazer, but maybe you knew, or I don't know, it sort of... Um, well, I dug into it because I... That the band is really good in the show. Their yeah. covers are amazing. So I was very curious to know who these people were in the band. Um, and they're all kind of famous in their own way. Right. But that's when I discovered that she has her own band. And then, which we'll talk to her about, but we went to see Best Coast um, last winter where we interviewed Bethany for the show. Right, at Terminal 5. At Terminal 5 in New York. And Cherry Glazer opened for them. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of hoping maybe we'd get a chance to meet then. Yeah. Maybe talk then. But we, we just, it didn't, didn't work out. It was a rad show. So we're recording this right before she is due to arrive in the studio. Due to arrive. And also, just the week that we're in, not only is it weird for the world, but it's kind of like incredible. For Clementine, I'm really excited to talk about it because her album is coming out apocalyptic coming out on January 20th on our inauguration inauguration day, day, the day before the million women's March. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I wonder what that feels like, like a new album, kind of a new image, new band, almost a new sort of like new start for Cherry Glazer. And it's, so it feels like a, must be a really kind of heady kind of cool time. Well, we'll ask her. That's a great way to tee this up. All right. All right, guys. Um, here we go. Our chat with Clementine Creevy. to get all of this yeah you guys opening i have never i've I've been i've been touring for a a minute now yeah you know a few years Uh on and off (laughs) yeah and um i have never peed in a cup before on the road and i just did did it happen for the first time and uh i don't know some part of me feels proud (laughs) some part of me feels congratulations wait like in the van thank you yeah what uh tell us the circumstances why did this have to happen this time i mean it was Uh. it got to an excruciating point (laughs) were you just like stuck in traffic you're you're sometimes stuck in traffic 
sometimes the drive is really long and you're stuck in traffic. Yeah. And you've been driving for, for like seven hours and you're like, we're going to get to the police. And our tour manager is like, if you ask me to pull over one more fucking <laughs> time, oh I'm going to literally suck your brains out yeah. like the Egyptians. So you were, were in like, the van? Okay, so yeah, we're in the van. and um, I, I have so many questions like, about this, not in a weird way, but I just have yeah. thought about doing it so many times. Yeah. And I've had so many worries about how it could go yeah. wrong. So it did go wrong. Okay, okay. It did get all over me. Okay. Luckily, I had an extra pair of pants. Perfect. In the van. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And I got it all over my tour manager's backpack, but I didn't tell him that. Okay. <laughs> he's still, he's not in the know about this is that. Definitely some sort of rite of passage. I don't know. I have right? not experienced you, it myself at all, but yeah, we've definitely peed in band, front of so. yeah. We've yeah. definitely peed in front of each other on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. But That's in the van is a definitely another yeah. level. Yeah, it with is. other people. And for men, it's easy, you know, yeah. because right. sure, the penises, great. penises in. fit in the right. yeah. in the holes. See, with the with the vagina, as but you know, can't you just it's all over the place. Wait, and so you're sticking into a fancy maneuver. The stream will will yeah. flow. That poor van. Do you own this van, you guys? Uh, or is this a no, rental? No, it's a rental. <laughs> Wait, wait. That's the thing. I want to get into the <laughs> nitty aspect of the whole situation. Yeah. Not our van. That's why it's it is fun a to rent these vans. Yeah. But can't you put the neck of the <laughs> bottle like right up there? It, but you don't I, know where though. To the I used a Starbucks <laughs> cup. So it is a little wider. Oh, okay. Wide. That could get messy. You'd have to catch wider. it at the very yeah. uh, Someone needs to go home and look at her anatomy book, I think. You do know <laughs> No, I know, but you from but whence you're still, it comes. <laughs> you're still approximating in a yeah. really crucial sort of situation. That's true. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? And this, it would be hard to get it right. Of, there's off lots the of factors. That must have been a very yeah. intense situation. And, and it was, you feel yeah, good. Bumpy, <laughs> right? And we're driving and I was just were you uh, just really shooting in the dark there. Were you like going through the play by play of like hour by hour, like guys, this is happening. I'm really I, I need this yeah. like are you ready for this yeah. to happen because I'm gonna I, do it you know I was like you know I it's gotten to a point y'all yeah. it's gotten to a point <laughs> yeah well and this, I need to use the cup this I think speaks to how fucking comfortable you are with your band That's yeah. true. that is amazing yeah. so you're in the van with your tour manager and your two bandmates or what yes or more just the, just the two just, of us just, and okay. the, just the three of us yeah <laughs> And, and you're pretty um, close with the tour manager as well, so yes, that's cool. Yes, we're all good friends. Okay, so I think know, that's a new level of friendship. I really, yeah. Was this band today? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just it was five was, minutes ago. Oh, I mean, oh, on your way here. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're driving around In the Manhattan streets of and Manhattan. you couldn't find a place. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that. <laughs> I imagine okay. you're like in yeah, Arizona. No, no, no. I'm like, what's the like circumstance? Long, like you're crazy. Traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no bathroom. No. It's all cactus. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, we were on Clinton. <laughs> no bodegas. No. no, we, we couldn't stop. We had to get here. She had to get here. And we were it was for the podcast. <laughs> You're the most devoted guest we've ever had on the show. I am so honored of that. That is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. So well, cheers you, to you that. Gotta do what yeah. You gotta do. Yeah. You gotta do it. Wow. <clears throat> So that's one of the probably that'll be a good press story, by the way, for a really long time. Although I don't know how comfortable you're going to be telling that story other than in this sort of like very comfortable. We like yeah. meet and that's a great story to tell. But do you have those kind of like band antics? So you've been with this configuration for I can't really tell from um, like uh, looking at a year. About, about a year with year. Sasami and Tabor. Yeah. Yeah. Sasami and Tabor. They, they've been in the band for about a year. Uh, we have rotating bass players. Uh, okay. Yeah. So right now cool. we're touring with our friend Devin. He's great. 
awesome person, great bass player. It's been it's been a really fun time. But uh-huh. um, yeah, I've are you really looking? Lucky. So what's the so Sean was your bass player? Yes, he was in the yeah he was he played bass in the band yeah right for and a while. that and that sort of changed over around the same time like last year mm-hmm. it was a, it seemed like a like a transition period it wasn't just like a one break or was yeah, it yeah uh you know it's all transitional at all times you know e- e- even when the band configuration is you know quote unquote set it's like you know the energy ebbs and flows musically and um you know i i feel very lucky right now to have a really strong um, you know, co- connective musical language with the current members of the band. So they're, uh-huh. we're, you know, they're all really great players. Yeah. So I just feel lucky to play with um, players that challenge me. Totally. Well, the new album yeah. sounds fucking amazing. Thank you. So good. Thank you. Um, and we got to see you play last year at Terminal Five. Oh, that was a fun show. So fun. It was yeah. amazing. Thank you. And it's so cool to sit here with you now and like talk about peeing in the van and you're like very chill and awesome. <laughs> On stage, you remind me of Mick Jagger. You were like such a great showman and <laughs> were like you. the most energetic, alive rock presence <laughs> that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Th- you know, I was reading Carrie Brownstein's book recently uh-huh. and she was talking about how she can't help but go bananas on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really resonated with me. Uh-huh. Um, I... I I can't help but go bananas on stage either. You know, I would I would love to play every night if I could. That's why yeah. I love touring. You mm-hmm. know, I really I would be on the road twenty four seven if I could. I'm I'm kind of a road dog. I, really? I love it. You know, yeah. I want to be mostly forward thinking. What we talk to you about from here on out, but I do just want to touch on how you got started as a musician because I think it is super inspirational. Because you basically just put some demos up on SoundCloud. Is that right? Yes. Was it really just Burger Records? trolling soundcloud like did you really not have to be like reach out outward uh i think a friend of mine Paige, sent them my stuff um and that's how they found out about it okay and um i think this was just right before people were just like trying to get on burger records i think it was still sort of in the budding stages okay um they'd been around for a minute you know they'd been around for like seven eight years Uh but um you know, now I, f- I feel that people, uh, especially like two years ago or so, people were like, oh, man, if I could just get on Burger <laughs> Records, like, you know, or, yeah, or, or, or so I want, fast now. I want like Burger the, Records. The yeah. Right. Okay. Hear my record or whatever, um, which is awesome. But like my so friend good timing, sent, as many things are. Yeah. Sent the sent my uh, a link of my stuff to them and they uh-huh. liked it and they, you know, they hit me up. Can I just Got take it. it back one step further for one second? What was like the, so you had a guitar, you're like 14, you have a guitar, you like teach yourself, pick it up, you're like, I can do this, I can figure this out. Yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a great guitar teacher, um, Mark, he was awesome. You know, I went through a lot of good, different guitar teachers, because my mom was sort of obsessive about, she was like, you're, you're so good, you uh-huh. need to take guitar like this, and I was like, I don't want to, <laughs> and she was like, just take them, and I was like, okay. And I did, and then I would sort of not practice. Uh-huh. I would show up, and my guitar teachers would be like, well, you haven't practiced, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, then I found this guitar p- teacher, uh, Mark, and he, like, made me cry. Like, he was he was a hard ass. Uh-huh. Like, he was really just a hard ass. And that's what I needed. It worked. It's what cool. I needed. I think because my whiplash. mom yeah. was so, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think because my mom was so um, just, like, 
always encouraging me uh-huh. and always telling me w- that I was just like brilliant, beautiful, yeah. and just doing it right, right. And I, you know, and, and just so supportive. And I think when people tell me, when people are hard asses to me and go, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You know this. Right. You oh. know this. What are you the doing? The only professors I remember, teachers I remember are the hard asses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who like scared me. Yeah. But made me so much better. Totally. Yeah. That's I mean, I cried. Yeah. I fully <laughs> cried. And I was like, like basically like practice. Like, yeah. And then like I would want to, I would want to prove to him that I was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, he was my guitar teacher for a long time after that. You know, I went through like 15 guitar wow. teachers and then, you know, he, he was just such a hard ass. And I was like, okay, Mark, you know Dude. what? I'm going to show you. <laughs> I'm going to show you. Do you remember some of the music you played with him? Oh yeah. We played a bunch of sly. We played a nice. bunch of funk. Cause I was getting into funk and like hard rock uh-huh. at the time you know i think guitar i think that's a guitar player thing like once you hit like 13 14 yeah. you start listening to a lot of funk music and i was listening to a lot of funkadelic and bootsy collins and uh-huh. sly and um you know that's what i wanted to learn so yeah. i would go into class and and um it was like a one-on-one session uh-huh. for like an hour a week and i would go in and and he was so chill about like he would just be like what do you want to learn today and i'd be like let's learn some sly and uh, yeah, awesome. he would teach me. Were you uh, staying put in one place at this point in your life when you met Mark? Yeah, I was pretty much in Los Angeles at this point. My mom moved and I moved out there and my mom got married to my dad when I was 13. So um, she was a single mom until then. And um, I don't know my biological dad. And um, she got married to my to my stepdad, my dad. Now he adopted me. Uh-huh. And um and so we moved out there. We moved to Silver Lake. And, um, you know, it was awesome. It was cushy. I had, like, a very cushy uh, high, uh, high school uh-huh. y- couple of years. Yeah. But then something pushed you. So, like, after you had this guitar, what was the next, like, technological instrumentational like was it like garage band like what did you discover that you're like all right now i can like make demos like yeah. what was the next step um that friend i was telling you about who showed my demos to the burger records guys she is a great musician and a multi-instrumentalist and she showed me how to use garage band and i was use and i that's and how like, i recorded a bunch of my stuff yeah so were the demos that were on soundcloud were they they your weren't own? mine no i went into her friend's studio joel um good friend of mine also joel jerome great um engineer producer and uh, he has a great studio in eagle rock and uh-huh. uh, she was like you know my friend joel he records bands you know why don't you get in there and like record some music so i went in there and recorded some music you had written stuff already if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, yeah. I I had like, you know, five or six songs and I recorded them half with her. And then my friend Hannah joined the band and uh, she was playing drums. And um, yeah, we were just like buddies, you know, playing playing in a band together. Uh-huh. And then she went off, We you know, she was in the band for a long time and then she went off and did her own thing. And, you know, I, and then uh, Tabor joined the band. And What, uh, what, what were, I mean, I probably some of them were on Haxel Princess, some of the songs that you recorded there. Yeah. And then, yes. because, <laughs> you know, you're girl. 13, yeah, 14. I, yeah, I was 14. it's just yeah. like, I, I'm, it's amazing because <laughs> the music doesn't feel like that and but no. sometimes sometimes <laughs> the the songs that if you listen to the lyrics you're like oh yeah that's like hilarious <laughs> and what's wonderful is that still there's still that element of like fun yeah. and youthfulness yeah you know it's obviously progressed but you know there's grilled cheese and yeah geez, it's so funny monster. playing those live now too it's like we still play them live we still play grilled cheese grilled cheese is in our set we played it last cheese. night i mean i'm 20 <laughs> but who doesn't fucking love one <laughs> and um and you know um and like i've been playing the i wrote it when i was 13 years yeah, old and amazing. it's very funny because it's like we've deconstructed them uh-huh. so much uh-huh. and they've Musically? changed so much yes and they've changed That's so much awesome. and we sort of have so much fun with them on stage yeah. and sometimes i sort of mess around with lyrics a little bit sure. which definitely annoys the crowd but you know whatever it's like you're like bob man. dylan playing maggie's farm <laughs> exactly. he's not playing that the same way <laughs> exactly yeah. you know what i mean so um you know yeah it's like uh you can't help it when you're playing the same when you're playing the same things for for like six years totally you just usually the place that you're coming from when the songs are sort of born are at a place that's different than you know a 13 year old brain and your whole catalog now is coming from your experiences but your experiences as a human are basically being a rock star a model an actress like all of these sort of larger than life experiences so that's what you're writing from now but I wonder how like where the balance is of like writing from kind of a like where does it come from or like how much are you is your writing and conscious brain like informed by the weirdness of like the glamorous the 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 life that you've been exposed to and sort of like almost a rejection of that because through the punk sort of right you know um that's a dark question it's that a, requires yeah. a little bit of thinking um, about the subject <laughs> and the verb. <laughs> okay. I guess, um, are you asking I'm about asking, like, like, like how does, 
your experiences having gone through what you've gone through with Cherry Glazer as an actress, as all the things that you've done, how is that informing your music now, do you feel, or is it not? Or do you feel like the writing does come from that stuff? No, of you know, of course, it's like the, my lyrics are based on what my mindset is at the time. So, you know, I, I write a lot differently than I did, you know, four years ago. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm writing now in a way that I probably won't write 10 years from now because my lyrics are, are based on my current mindset. So um, that's definitely true, you know. Uh, yeah, that's all I can really say about it. You know, it's yeah. like you're, you're, you're concerned with different things. Uh, when you're 14 than you are when you're 20 and you're concerned with different things when you're 30 than you are when you're 20 and yeah. and um it and it and that just changes so my lyrics change based on my mindset you know it's a lot of different factors it's mostly life you know I'm not um doing any uh, I'm not doing a lot of things other than music right now I was super lucky to be a part of transparent but I'm not I'm not um I'm not um going I'm not a What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not um, going through with acting. Really. I guess right, I want right, right. I guess I'm trying to sort of dance around this idea of well, like, is there a rejection in your mind of that of a lifestyle that you sort of touched on? That and does is that like go into your glamorous? music? Yeah, I mean, that's not yes. a good, that's not the right word for it, but it's no, like yes. kind of this like kind of glossy, yes. fake little bit. Yes. Not that not that acting is a fake thing, but you know what I'm saying. That like, no, it's this, true. The, you're the, the first embrace, person that's asked me about this. The embrace of music that you're clearly... And I want to I, I wanna take it a step further and say that Nuclear Bomb and um, I Told You I'd Be With The Guys, to me, looked at together, feel like this um, proclamation, like this statement of like, Look, I'm I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm um I'm real as fuck. Like I'm I'm me. I'm down to earth. I'm fucking like honest and I fucking love music. And like those are the things that I feel like come across. I mean, the wig coming off in your <laughs> I told you I'd be with the guys video. They did video. not want like, me to do that. Really? That, I mean, was that it's as so like brilliant. was that what it meant to me, which was just like she is shedding this shit. Yeah. Like that's what it felt yeah, and yeah. It, and that felt like a rejection of like okay i've been here i've done that i'm not down like i'm gonna be fucking me now yeah um yeah you know i try not you know i don't think about it that much you know <laughs> if mean, we're being honest yeah. no i know if yeah. we're being honest, it doesn't mean it's not happening <laughs> right, on some right, level exactly yeah. right. it's like you know i i can i can pretend and act like i know what i'm doing but i really don't know what yeah. i'm doing but that's I something really I love about no you too. What I'm doing. Or no. you're not consciously focusing <laughs> right. on it. Right. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I I ha- I have intellectualized it before. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like I feel like my answer to that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that though. It's but like I, having to explain yeah, your lyrics. Totally. I, and I don't want like, right, right. I would never want to do that. No, but, but I love your I love your question because I do consciously reject like for instance, um, we get asked to do photo shoots like every day, pretty much. And um, I don't wear makeup anymore. I don't wear it um, like for political reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't wear makeup. So um, and I want to. I want to sometimes because I wore makeup like heavy makeup mm-hmm. for a while, yeah. like as a kid, you know, and I don't wear it anymore because um, I just I just want to be seen as a musician and uh-huh. I, and, and, and I want to reject this idea of authorship and this idea that we have as, um, you know, this American obsession with authorship. 
And um, I would love to just be, you know, criticized for my art and my art only. And um, I'd love to totally separate myself from my art and have it exist on a totally different plane. You know, I think I think like we're keen on um, trying to sort of control and take ownership of art and music. And I think that art and music kind of exists on a plane that we don't quite understand as he, as a human race. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel lucky to, to be um, sort of a vessel for it. And so I don't, I want to sort of respect music and the thing that I have the pleasure and, um, you know, um, like that I have the pleasure of having of have being able to get in touch with mm-hmm. as its own thing. So, you know, I've slowly tried to sort of um detach myself from ownership of my art and have my art exist on on this um purely um raw uh platform mm-hmm. that is just the art and the art it only. Yeah. And it's hard because I mean I'm I'm contradicting myself by doing this interview right now. You know what I mean? No. But it's like, well, you know, not, no. I, wouldn't I don't know about say that. that. Well, I think you that know, hinges I, on what you're talking about. Yeah, it's interview. like if if I were to just leave the art alone, I wouldn't do any interviews. But you wouldn't then be a working music like you, yeah, you, there is a exactly. certain extent of that's a game that you do have to play. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the other part of it. you know, you either play the game so that you, you have can to make art. So that you can be able to not have a part-time job. exactly. Right. So that so you can, make can do whatever you want. And I'm like, you know, being an artist is a selfish thing. Like, it's inherently selfish. It's like, I'm going to do me all the time. I'm just going to do me every day. And take me. This is me. <laughs> right. This is me. Take me. Take me. It's good. It's good. I pro- I promise you, it's good. It's great. It's great. Take it. This yeah. is what I thought up. This is what right. I thought. Up. I'm Look me. At me. Look at me. Look at me. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Take it. It's awesome. Isn't that intimidating? Like intimidating to put that out sometimes, or yeah. how do you separate that? Like yeah, it's weird. It's like self promotion is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we try to I make don't it me as it painless. We try to make it painless here at the Soul Sisters headquarters. It but is, yes, it, it is. is. This Soul is the best interview. This is my favorite interview ever, you guys. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's hard, and I think it's, it's a it's a weird balance. Yeah. No, I mean we're just chit chatting here, which is why it's fun. Because like I don't know, I'm yeah. talking to you guys like I would talk like I talked to my bandmates. Yeah, really, yeah. You know. Right. I think you guys understand what I'm talking about here, but it's like. And it's you cool know. because you're also not making this statement. I mean, you know, I did a lot of like internet stuff on you last night and it, it none of it is like Googling. telling the go- yeah. Internet <laughs> stuff. I've heard of this. She <laughs> was blogging about it. It was a it was a weird websites, rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> websites. Um <laughs> you have heard her websites. bragging about Vivo. her new iPhone Let 7. Yeah. Websites. Look at this giant phone. <laughs> it does crazy things. Uh that there there it's you're not there's not all of these like press releases about like Clementine Creevy is now having a new like political statement. Yeah, you right, know, you're right. not like, trying to put like anything out. Multi-hyphenate artist. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I right. think that that's the reason that I sort of wanted to get that out. And I'm, I'm glad that you feel, you know, you've obviously thought about this, but it's, but it's something that you feel comfortable about, but it's not something you're trying to like shout from the rooftops to get your little sliver of like, right. Oh, what's my angle? Right. Know? It's not that. And it's harder for women because it's easy for men to do 
what I'm doing or at least trying mm-hmm. to do because um, men don't have to make space for themselves. Space is already made for themselves. Totally. So I understand women um, self-promoting in a way that I that I completely understand and respect. Yeah. And I think that I, what I'm doing is almost kind of male in a way because I think that it's kind of... Um, it's easy for men to be it's e- it's way easier for men to be egoless because you can't um you, you don't they don't have to make they don't have to shout right they don't have to scream they don't have well, to be thing, loud you're requesting something that's not yeah. automatically offered to you exactly. like when you say i want it to be about the art yeah. and i'm not going to wear makeup yes. for example i want it to be about the art unfortunately that's not entirely your decision that is not no because some people might say no i'm gonna write a review and talk about the way that you look going back to what we talked to bethany about after that best coast show that's like that was her big struggle for a while you know and it's taking on male critics who would make that a big part of the review of her show right you know so but there's also so then a moment of letting go for you where you have to say well i'm gonna decide to do this yeah and then how people receive it is not on me. Yeah, I guess, and right? I'm aggressively angsty about it. Oh, yeah. okay. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I just like moon the crowd, and I don't wear makeup, and I'm loud, and I yeah. jump around on stage, and it's just because I, a part of it is just kind of like, you know, I want to say it's egoless, but it's not. It's me kind of being loud as a woman in my own way. Yeah, by saying, you know, I'm a woman, and I'm gonna reject the, um, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not wear a shirt. At this show because uh-huh. Iggy Pop never wore a shirt. Do you, have you shows. done that? Yeah. Because I saw a video of that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't wear a shirt at the last show we did in New York at the um, at uh, Baby's All Right. No shirt, no bra. Yeah, no shirt, no bra. Yeah, just nips out. Nips <laughs> out. And um, I don't know. You know, I just felt like it. I, you know, I, I felt like it was right. You know, I, I, I just felt like I love the social experiment of... Um, female nipples being exposed long enough to normalize them yeah you know this crazy thing that like female nipples are like not like inherently sexual right right (laughs) yeah and i mean you say it's not egoless like but fuck egoless Uh, you should have an ego that's right right. you're on stage you're performing people are totally your ego totally it's so true this is your art man and no male performer would ever have a problem with showing their ego right that's another (laughs) thing a good point exactly yeah Yeah, totally no that's a great point that's a great point that's totally true I kind of tell me if this is another one of my deep divey weird things but um, I just kind of want to get into your head at the time that we saw the Best Coast w- Waves uh, Cherry Glazer show, Waves? Yeah, Waves. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is two Vs. It is two Vs, though. Easy mix-up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I just, because I feel like there was the sort of former persona, transitional time, writing, probably writing apocalyptic, not knowing that it was going to be apocalyptic or not knowing what it, the form would be. But I just wonder, was it a con- how conscious this that you're just describing this new idea and new like urgency to 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 act this way was that conscious at the time or, like was it was it like not a- really i think this is uh i don't want to sound like uh, naive or anything but this seems like a somewhat recent realization for me that um just my perspective the perspective that i have right now um, I feel like I'm constantly, my whole brain is constantly changing all the time. Like I hold like 
polar opposite philosophies from <laughs> one year to the next. Yeah. And I guess, you know, that's partly because of my age and like partly because like, you know, I don't know, maybe that's just the way I am. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Evolving. I think that's how we all reassessing and we're constantly being honest, holding philosophy, a staunch philosophy, and then going against them entirely. uh, But talk about like it's hard to be a public figure in that way because people are going to hold you to it and say, yeah. look what you said there. Do, do you, do you still yeah, feel that way? Right. And how could you say that and then say that? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's you know, part of the I really game. respect um, artists who can, who can like just totally air all of their thoughts and feelings and then air their thoughts and feelings years later. And mm-hmm. they're totally different. Yeah. Like I respect I respect that so much yeah. because that's so raw and so human. Totally. And, um, I, you know, being an artist myself and having people write about me and talk about me, uh-huh. I have uh, a serious respect f- and um, benefit of the doubt for, for other artists who speak publicly. So, I, you know, I take everything everybody says with a, little, with a grain of salt. You know, including myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why that's I really valued these conversations we have on the podcast because you can just have a conversation, which, unless you're like just going by rote talking points, which I hope no one on the show ever does, <laughs> you're having natural shades of gray because that's what you do when you talk about your thoughts and your feelings about things. Yeah. You know, you don't have to like put yourself in a box. Print interview is harder to skirt around that oh, also because yeah. it's entirely up to however that person wants to transcribe your quotes right and, you know yeah definitely it's um, true yeah it's so <laughs> true you know on film interviews are the worst you always sound like an idiot yeah uh, you just always do do you feel self-conscious on camera no okay no, just because I've had cameras shoved in my face since I was like 14. Yeah. So I feel comfortable around a camera. Right. Wait, why shoved in your face since that age? Um, just because we've been getting a lot of press since okay. we started as a band. Yeah. Because I think mostly, you know, being a young female has always been a talking point for mm-hmm. yeah. publications. Right. So, so you have all of the elements of like, yeah. wow, we. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you get woman. Cherry yeah. Glazer, you get like a spot in whatever publication you're working for. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you got like a hip young band right. with a female, f- with like a fucking 20 year old female front person. Right. Like, okay, dude. Yeah. Write about it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I get that. You know, I totally understand that. You know, everybody's just doing their job. Totally. We are sitting here on Monday, inaugurations Friday. Tuesday. Martin Luther King. Oh Day. my God, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Uh, <laughs> Sitting on Tuesday, <laughs> inauguration. I don't know what day of the week. I haven't <laughs> known what day of the week it is when you're since on I tour, was in high right? school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> I don't have a job, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's the need? Except for, what's the need to know the date? Except for when your record is being released on the same day as inauguration, this, the day before the Million Women's March. And I'm wondering how that feels. If you feel a sort of like power to this week yes. and like emotion this week, and I'm very happy. I'm assuming happy. it was pure coincidence that the album Ab- is dropping absolutely. on inauguration day. Absolutely, it was. Pure but it coincidence. feels so fitting. It was well, I mean, we always know when inauguration day. Right, but our but it, but it wasn't intentionally really? like we want to release the album yeah. on inauguration. No, and also uh, we did not know that Donald Trump was going to be our right. President you probably would have imagined time our record <laughs> right. Right. release date was well, picked. Yeah. Right. So, so how are you feeling Tuesday, January seventeenth, seventeenth, 
a couple <clears throat> days before your record, a couple days before Trump will be inaugurated, a couple days before the You know, um you know, I it's I it's been decided for me a long time ago. So like I you know, I but I definitely feel happy that it's coming out on the on the inauguration day. I think it's awesome. I, it's incredible. I think you should only yeah. have yeah. great no, feelings. It's amazing. About it. I, I just, so too. Especially I just, with the title of no. the album. It's yeah, like, absolutely. So I just wonder I, if there's a level of like powerfulness. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a weird sense of like yeah, definitely. Fuck, yes, yeah, like, definitely, is, definitely. I think it says, you know, art is powerful. Art is gonna is gonna be resistance. Art is a form of resistance, and um, that's not gonna stop you know, essentially. And um, so I feel very lucky to be a part of that message. And, um, you know, coincidentally. (laughs) But like also, you know, obviously, you know, I believe that. Yeah. So it's it's a good album to march to, I will say. Perfect (laughs) album to march to. (laughs) Fucking yes. I'm going to listen all the way down to DC. Yep. There you go. Yeah. It'll keep you awake on that late Friday night. (laughs) Yeah. That's nice. I wouldn't. (laughs) You probably heard it too much. Can you listen to your own stuff? Hell no. Yeah. (laughs) Dear God, no. Dear God, no. Um, I can't even listen. You know, I don't know. Yeah. We before you came in, we were talking about our New Year's resolutions, which we're like trying to actually uh-huh. make this year. Are you a resolutions person? No, I think they're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I always said, and I said that to someone who was asking me last year for the first time. I was like, I just think they're kind of dumb, and the look she arbitra- gave me shamed me so much. I was like, Fuck, am I an asshole? All right, I'll try to make. Do you some. mean because they're arbitrary? Like, just be better all the time. <laughs> like, why I'm just are they like, dumb? Who cares? No one's good. No one's better. You're not gonna, you know, whatever. <laughs> Or like you should always be thinking why, about it. Why, why is it different had, on December why you, 31st? Why are you setting up like this thing for setting yourself? Up for failure. Yeah, why are you setting yourself up for failure? Who the fuck has kept their New Year's resolution? Have you ever talked to one person who's been like, oh my God, I totally like right. went to the gym fulfilled every day. my resolution. Like, no, you haven't. All right, so don't oh, you only to talk to people who are so. depressed because they didn't. And I don't want to be that person. All right, so the album apocalyptic is out now by the time you're listening to this episode so go find it everywhere Woo, you guys are so on good. tour through when uh what we're on month? tour for like four months okay cool Ooh. so they're out and about go find them it's a fucking awesome live show <laughs> you Starbucks want to cups. see it <laughs> yeah however far you have to drive even if it's just within manhattan <laughs> she gives you permission to pee in the car you can do it get there yes yeah uh, right. Awesome. Lady, thank you I so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.